Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode... 200. 200. 200. Congratulations, Jason. We made it here. Congratulations to you. Yeah. We should just keep building each other up. Yeah. (laughs) You are amazing. You know, we thought about all these things. Like, what could we do for, you know, episode 200? We're like, we should go out and, you know, record remotely and all that. And we're like... What's the big deal? Eh. No, we, we're going to do 200 more of them. Well, so you know what? We had an idea in our last podcast and I liked it. And so that's what I wanted to do, which was kind of just go over like, what did we learn in the first 200 episodes? Yeah. You know, what are some key concepts that we learned mm-hmm. um, and kind of highlight. So I guess, I mean, you can call it a highlight reel. I mean, maybe somebody only needs to listen to this one. They don't need to listen to the other. <laughs> um but yeah, I just thought it would be fun to just kind of go over some of our most, you know, most covered topics, the most important topics that we find or sort of what stood out the most. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, I, I wanted to kind of just touch on, for me personally, how the podcast and videos have affected me. Yeah. Um, there is no question that over the last... Wow, what is it now? Over 200 episodes, I'm dividing by three and a half years. Something like that, yeah. Um, that it's affected me in a very positive way as a parent, uh, you, although you'd have to ask my kids. Um, <laughs> right. As a husband, you'd, have, our to lives ask, you'd have to ask my wife. Yeah. Or just me as a person overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, 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 whether they, I, I would think that the people around me would say that, but it's, it's really even how I feel um, that the podcast and the videos and doing all these things has affected me so positively in many, many different ways. I mean, the first is just learning stuff. Yeah. You know, neither of us claimed to be experts at all these topics. I mean, we're kind of saying, Hey, we're interested in this and we're going to learn as we go. I mean, granted there are some topics where we might have a little bit more knowledge or I have some experience that have done something, you know, and then obviously then talking to people and doing this over and over and over again, you, you become a little more of an expert than the average. Um, but these, these, the, the podcast, and then also I started doing the videos, they really forced me to learn new things. Mm. And, you know, I set a goal that, Hey, we're going to do one of these, a video and a podcast each week. And sticking with that has just forced me to learn yeah. and come up with topics and do things. So even if it's a topic that I'm familiar with, I've always learned something. I've always yeah. gone away from, our discussions or the recording with some little bit of knowledge that I've been able to take into my life. It's like a reflective thing. Yeah. No, there's no question about it. And so, yeah, yeah. And and then on the other thing too, or the other thing too, is just thanking everybody, um, you know, for the support. I mean, we've had tremendous growth, both in the podcast and in the video yeah, the videos, I should say, um, you know, and for 2019, I'm excited. I mean, it's, it's going to be a good year. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm doing some things personally, um, shifting some things so that I can spend a little more time on this. 
you know, and create more content and dedicate a little bit more time towards, you know, dudes to dads and dad university. Um, and so that's exciting. You know, that's exciting for me and, you know, just being able to apply a lot of the stuff in various aspects of my life has been great. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about, what about for you, Alan? Um, what do you think the, the the first 200 episodes have done as far as impacting you? <laughs> it's you crazy know? to say the first 200. I know. That's amazing. Um, well, you know, having not have a child yet, um, a lot of things that I thought and maybe were worried about um, mm-hmm. did come up on the show, even naturally. I didn't have to bring them up. Right. They just came up by virtue of you going, I remember when I felt this way. <laughs> yeah. Or when we had a guest that brought something up, too, because we had plenty of awesome guests that talked about finances, that talked about right. working out, talked about uh, different aspects of, of being a, a dad and being a parent in general. And um, so it helped me kind of alleviate some fears, I think, you know, that cool. I've had. And, you know, yeah. and, and, you know I, I kind of thought that would be the case. I was hoping it would be Do the case. Do you think it's made you, has it changed your drive to like want to be a father yeah, or change level. it at all? I mean, it's yeah, I think on good some or level. bad <laughs> or, or yeah, more or less. Get the heck away from yeah, this. there's no way I want that. 200 episodes of asshole. <laughs> no way. No, I think I'm actually better prepared, you know, and I think as I, you know, I listen to your wisdom and the wisdom of the people that are on the show and um, and just kind of understanding that, like, um, and having friends that are, uh, yeah. are having kids too. Yeah, you're getting older. I'm getting older, so <laughs> I'm knowing more dads that right. are just evolving just from my own friendship and a network of friends um, that uh, it's really helped me kind of, uh, like I said, going in, um, I was pretty <laughs> apprehensive. Yeah. Right. Like, now I'm probably I'll be the dude. Like, I'll yeah, stay the dude. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. be the double go out. And, uh, I like that disposable income part and the, uh, the, the freedom I have, but there's now part of me that's like, it's like we said last episode, it's not all about me. Right. And I'm realizing that it's not all about me and that I might want to, you know, bring some other little person in my life that I legacy, can share in my life stuff with. like that. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Legacy and, and train them to be just like me. Cause I, you know, <laughs> right. you know, you know, I also realized some part of me that is like, I'm way more self-centered than I thought I was <laughs> because I'm like, yeah, I, Oh my God, I have this much time on my hands and I do this. And I, you know, I was just, we were just talking about like getting drinks the other day. Right. And, and like for you, that's like a luxury for me. It's like an everyday occurrence. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, man, I, I, I'm like, I didn't think about anybody else at all. And whether I'm dating someone or not, it's not the point is that I still have that freedom to right. be like, well, I'm just going to go out or I'm just going to do this thing or I'm just going to, you can, you'll just piss off a bunch of people. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> if you, when you have, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Everything you can still, do as a parent it's just not really the right thing to do um but i think there there was it was very helpful to hear the perspective of not just the the common motifs which we'll talk about in a second but like um but just like the transition you know like kind of what the show is really all about it's like you know hey when you the reason why you bring up these things that you learned um especially like our last episode right um is is because um previously why those things were a surprise to you for example just one episode ago. Yeah. Um, it's that because when you were not a dad, those things either weren't a concern, they were completely changed your <laughs> yeah. perception of things. And I different felt expectations, different expectations. Yeah. And I think that's my, my, my expectations have been altered by being a part of the show yeah. and having t- basically 200 episodes of, of, uh, of us talking about parenting <laughs> and me going, Oh my God. I mean, even when we did segments, I'm learning also that the, uh, this format's way easier to, <laughs> produce <laughs> i'm glad we pivoted that one yeah. um because it's a lot easier to just to go for them yeah gonna, for people who uh haven't listened to the some of the beginning episodes we did like episodes. different um 
What'd you it was segments? Segments. We had a segment based yeah. show at first, and it was like five different segments of yeah. the show, yeah. all trying to tie them all together. Yeah. I mean, even the prep for the show was yeah, a nightmare. yeah, yeah. This, this format's a lot easier and yeah. better, and it's, I think it's a lot more conducive to. Well, that's how we can keep doing it every week. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. Otherwise, it'd be a little hard. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, I want to go over some of the topics that I think you know at least impacted me. I, you know, if these resonate with you, Alan, you know, please you know feel free to to chime in if there's something that I'm missing. But um, so the first one is that. That, you know, soon to be dads or new dads are really scared. Yeah. Um, and the reason I, I, I say that, and I don't say that in any sort of joking way, I, I'd say it in a, in a good way that that's why we're here and that there's a lot of need out there because men are, are, are feeling that fear and feeling often that they're alone and they're not. Yeah. You know, and so um, I started getting a lot of comments um, with the YouTube videos. Yeah. And some of the ones I'm getting is like on the ones about fear or, you know, a lot of the comments are related, especially on YouTube, but uh, to younger people who are having their first child or they have a a baby on the way. And there is a lot of fear because it's unknown. And that's what this is about. It's, you know, the university, you know, dudes to dads, it's all about learning what it's like, um, how to make your life, I don't say easier, but mm. to really understand the stuff that's happening and that's going on and how to make, how to make your life more rich, you know, how to, and rich in different ways. I mean, mm. that's not just, I'm just saying money rich, um, but just the quality of your life and how you live it. And so that, that's really what this is about. And so just realizing you know, cause I guess that's kind of why I started it is cause I really didn't know what to expect right. and what was going to happen. And so, yeah, I had a lot of fears. And so it just, that resonated that, you know, we're not alone. All these guys feel the same stuff and that there is support, you yeah. know, there's support, whether it's from us or from other resources, it's like, you know, there is support out there. Right. So yeah. I think that that's something for me that I learned a lot um, you know, over these last three and a half, you know, years or so. Yeah. Um, another one is that dads care a lot. Mm. So one of the things that had always bothered me when I first started doing this was the stereotype of dads, mm. you know, and I, and I think it's still out there a lot, and, you know, and, and not to say that I don't think some of it is funny because I do, <laughs> but dads are often portrayed as goofy um, you know, can't do anything sort of cluts like, like that's a lot of the things, whether it's like commercials or parodies or like the old TV shows. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the sitcoms yeah. and all that stuff. It's like, you know, dad is, it's not a real positive thing all the time. I mean, you know, what they'll do is they have all these like funny and stupid, whatever, and then he has like glimpses, you know, glimpses of like, of genius. Right. You know, and so like to try to make it that like in, you know, in the end, yes, the wisdom of dad was important and mm-hmm. all this stuff, but it's like on a day to day basis, uh, that's not how I'm trying to live my life. Mm-hmm. And certainly not trying to convey that to the people who listen and watch and everything else. It's that, you know, dads can care a heck of a lot about parenting, mm-hmm. about, you know, being involved in their families and still be cool. Yeah. You know, like 
I mean, I mean, maybe people might question my coolness, but, um, <laughs> especially your kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I'm still a dude. Yeah. Um, no, I actually, it's funny. I asked my kids that and they're like, no, you're really cool. I was yeah. like, oh, wow. Okay. Sweet. Well then I have you. Bra- Could you record that? Well. Please? Yeah. I <laughs> when you're 18, let me know. Um, no, but just trying to change the narrative. I think that's maybe the, the, the word I was looking for is, you know, dads, dads can be really into that you know, into parenting and into making their families better and stuff. And they don't have to sacrifice a lot of stuff to, in order to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, whether it's still be cool, you can still be successful in business. You can still be manly. You can still be, you know, um, you can still have emotion yet be strong, you know, and all of these things. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's no shame in that. You know, that it is cool to want to change your kids diapers versus that gentleman I told a story about that, you know, he had four kids and was so proud that he had never changed any diapers. Right. I I wouldn't be proud of that. Right. You know, great. I don't know what your relationship is with your kids now. Right. Exactly. Um, He's a nice guy, but it's just, you, you know, that that kind of thing of just taking pride in not doing those kinds of things. Sure. You know, so that, that I think is changing the dads, dads do care a lot. And I think, I don't know that I knew how much they do. They did care, you know, and I've learned that quite a bit. Um, another one, it's okay to need help or ask for help. Yeah. And you know, guys, guys have a tough time admitting that they need help. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, men in general, we we think we should be able to handle everything. We think that we should just be able to, you know, withstand really difficult things and get through it. And oftentimes on our own or without letting other people know or getting support. And it's BS. That's the truth. <laughs> um, it's it's okay to need help. It's okay to ask for help, you know, and you see these just horrible situations that people, when people don't do that, mm-hmm. you know, of what can happen, whether it's depression, it's, you know, even worse, you know, suicide or, or other things and, you know, or abuse, you know, alcohol and drugs and sex and all these other addictions that yeah. can happen as a result of a, of a man not being happy. Yeah you know, or having some kind of difficulties and they can't share it, mm-hmm. you know, or they can't talk about it. So yeah, just know that it is okay to ask for help. It's okay to need help. You are not weak as a result of needing help. Um, you know, vulnerability is cool and okay. In fact, oftentimes women will find that attractive <laughs> as long as you're just not too vulnerable. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, always, a, there's always a line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it is something that it, it's really, I want people to understand that it is okay. You know, and if you do need help, reach out to people and get support. Mm. It's uh, it, it, people, people are always willing, willing to help. You know, you just, you've got to let them know. Yeah. And that's the thing. And so many people, when they don't tell other people, people around them are just, you know, just, it sucks because you, you wish you would have known that they needed help. Yeah. And oftentimes you don't know. Right. So that's kind of the, that stuff. And then the other thing is, is I have got some topics. So the number one, the E word empathy. Yeah. That came up a lot. I'll tell you what, it came up a lot, probably what 20 episodes. We mentioned it. Yeah. Um, it is the most important parenting skill I think I've learned. 
Um, and actually probably one of the most important skills I think I've learned of just relationships in general and communicating with people and getting along with people. And, and for those just listening or just tuning in or not aware of it, um, I know you don't just, just tune in and I'm dating myself, but yeah. you know, this may be your first or second episode. Right, you haven't right. listened to us a lot. Yeah. Um, empathy is the ability or the action of, you know, putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. So it's seeing things from somebody else's perspective. And so what happens is for me, understanding empathy has diffused a lot of arguments. Mm. I have been in so many situations now where, because I, I feel like my empathy muscle is really strong now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've, I've practiced it. Yeah. I believe it. I feel it. It's real. And I didn't have that before. I may have cared, but I really didn't practice, you know, doing it. Yeah. And I have been in so many situations now where I either got yelled at <laughs> I mean, this could just be somewhere where you're like at a restaurant. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, just Mm. or in your personal life or whatever, where I've gotten yelled at or um, someone was angry or whatever and realize, I mean, even just someone honking at you, you know, or or flipping (laughs) you off on on the road. Wow. That person is really upset. (laughs) Like that had nothing to do with me. Right. I, 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 that was, I mean, if you're getting that upset based on what I just said or did, there's something else going on. Sure. You know, and when you start to realize that, how much benefit that comes or helps me because it, it keeps me from going crazy. It keeps me from getting angry. It keeps me from getting upset at what somebody else does or says or whatever. I mean, just recently I had a, an issue with that and I, I got off the phone with somebody. And I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad for them. You know? <laughs> and they were yelling at me. Right. For, I, it wasn't my, I had not, I mean, maybe I said something that was like, could have been a little like negative about it or whatever yeah. the situation, but like it had nothing to do with me. Yeah. Now, the old Jason, before I learned about this and learned how to deal with it, I would have gone, are they kidding me? Yeah. How dare they talk to me like that? You know what I mean? I would have gotten so upset at that situation. Right. Because think and taking it personally and, yeah. and, and so it's just, it's been so valuable to be able to do that and realize it's not about me, Yeah, you know, sure. yeah. and that who, you know, people are in these situations, you know, and kind of imagining, wow, I can't imagine what it would be like to be in that situation. Mm-hmm. And when you can do that, I'm telling you, it's so powerful. I, I feel so lucky to have built that muscle mm-hmm. because it has made me calmer, more loving, mm-hmm. more understanding. I mean, so many things. Um, but just most of all for me, it's just, it's made it easier for me. Yeah. Like I just, I just don't get mad at those things anymore. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, there are a couple things. Someone's going to push the right button. Sure. It's going to happen. Yeah. But it puts things in perspective. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you start thinking of it from you know somebody else's perspective. Yeah. So, so that's a big one. Um, if you can learn anything or you get anything from this podcast or from our videos and from information, learn empathy. Yeah. And in the beginning, guess what? You're probably not, you may not even really feel it. You're going to be acting mm-hmm. and doesn't matter. Right. Act it out, you know? 
uh, pork chops and applesauce. Like, you know, <laughs> play the part, and eventually, I don't know if you know that reference, but uh, from the Brady Bunch. Yeah. Um, where the middle middle child like pretends to be Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. Where, like, he's, he's trying to change his personality. And so yeah. he says, you know, pork chops and applesauce. <laughs> and so he's like, he's trying to be something else. And it's like, yeah. you, you just act it, and yeah. eventually it'll happen. Right. You know, it didn't with him, but. Peter that's Brady. that's the yeah peter brady sorry so that's the, that's a big one empathy uh the other another big one for me gratitude wins mm-hmm. i literally think that gratitude is the cure for depression mm-hmm. it is you it is impossible I mean, if you're really depressed, that's, you know, there's you obviously that's a clinical thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I'm not a doctor. Don't, don't, I don't want to hear the emails. I'm just saying for, you know, when you get upset and you're down, let's call it being down because you don't want to say like the clinical depression versus just the depression of being down. down, Yeah. Um, When you're grateful and you're expressing gratitude, you can't be depressed. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't get down. Um, it's, it's like this impossible thing. It's really, it is the secret to happiness. And we did a, we did an episode of that. I did a video about that, that gratitude is so powerful. And so when you are down, when you start thinking about the things that you are grateful for and you start writing them down and we've, we suggested doing a gratitude journal. Yeah. Um, and so I know that when I get really down and it happens, I start thinking about the things that I'm grateful for mm-hmm. and it can be little things. I mean, it's literally like I woke up today with all my arms and legs and I was able to breathe. <laughs> all of your yeah, arms. All of them. All, oh, all six. All, yeah, yeah. And so I was able to, you know, I, I was breathing or I, I had an amazing, uh, you know, workout today or, you know, I was, uh, or I met somebody new, a friendly, you know, friendly person. That, like whatever, when you start to focus on these things that are good, you start to focus on things that are good. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. No, that makes sense. <laughs> when no. you focus on good, you focus on good. Right. You know, but if you're going to focus on the bad things, under redundant, see redundant. Think, yeah, <laughs> things are going to be bad. And so yeah. when you focus on these things, things start to be positive. And that's why you see like, you know, people who are really positive, genuinely positive people, good things happen to them. Yeah. It's just, it's, I'm not, I'm not even going to go down the line of like the secret and the universe and all that stuff. Right. But it is partly that it's like, you know, people want to be around people that are happy and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the way to do that is by being grateful. Yeah. Being grateful wins. Yeah. Um, another one, uh, ju- I, I put judging or being critical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and how much I think I learned over these episodes, how detrimental that is, mm-hmm. you know? And then the other part is, as you become happier with yourself, you start to be less judgmental and less critical of others. Right. So what I have seen is that I have become happier with myself. Mm-hmm. You know, my self acceptance has gone up. Um, you know, and and even throughout this 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 journey where I've begun to, you know, accept the fact, oh, you can't be perfect all the time. You can't be perfect dad by being a perfect employee or perfect, you know, like all of those things. You can't do everything all the time. And I've I've realized that as I've become happier and my self-acceptance has gone up, you don't even really have the desire to be critical Mm. or judgmental. 
Like, like it just goes away. It kind of melts away that from the idea of, you know, family members that you may have been critical with in the past or, um, you know, situations in which there's an opportunity to be critical or judgmental of somebody or something that they're doing. Mm. It's like, it doesn't even enter your mind anymore. Right. You know, and even if it does, I, I, I've had so many situations where something will pop into my head and I say, Oh, like that's not that's not going to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whereas before I may have just blurted something out, or right. I'm talking to a buddy, or you know, talking to another family member, or whatever, and you're like, oh, this, this. I mean, can you believe that person? But you know, yeah. it's kind of gossipy or whatever else. And I remember in my old life, that's what I used to be. I have had more of that. Yeah, I can't say you know now never, but it's just there's not a desire to do it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, that comes with maturity, too, I hope. But. Uh, yeah, I would think that on some level it comes with maturity, but I think the, the, Not the, all cent- the, time. <laughs> the central theme, right, the central theme is that hopefully you learn from being mature or um, being outside of yourself and put yourself through your children's eyes mm-hmm. that you say, okay, I need to work on myself and I, I don't want to pass this down to them. These, you know, download them, their pristine little hard drives and make sure that they, they want to make sure they're okay. So I have to be a better person yeah. to make sure that they're okay. Yeah. And I still, I, I notice, I notice more when I am doing it, mm-hmm. you know? So like, you know, if the kids' rooms are not clean, I'm like, gosh, you guys are make you make such a mess. Like, I mean, that's being critical of them. Yeah. Versus like, hey guys, what can we do to clean this up? Yeah. You know, it's like there's a positive way of saying the same thing, you know, and and not being negative. So even adding to that, judging, critical, and negative, yeah. it's probably all together. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's positive ways of saying the same thing. And being negative and judgmental and critical critical and all that, it doesn't change the behavior. Right. Like the desire is like you want something to change, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's behavior, the per, the way that somebody's doing something or how they go about doing it or whatever. It's not going to change by being negative about it. Right. You know, the, what's going to change is by being positive, positive reinforcement. Yeah, for sure. You know, you don't say don't walk. You say, or sorry, you say don't run. You <laughs> don't, don't say, walk, run. Yeah, you don't say don't run. <laughs> That's when they're being chased by a bear. <laughs> you say walk. <laughs> right. You tell them what to do instead right. of what not to do. Yeah, exactly. I'm tired. Yeah, you know, I get late. It. <laughs> you know, I'm getting old. Yeah, it's 200 episodes. It's six months. Yeah, that's. Uh. <laughs> um, so that's an, that's another one. The other one, affection. Um, not that I didn't know that before, but relating to my kids, seeing and feeling how important it is as a father to give my kids affection. Mm-hmm. That I can't leave that up to the wife and the mom. Um, to provide affection to our kids. And so that means hugs and kisses and cuddling together mm-hmm. and, and, and the affection, it is so powerful for them and for us. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that too. And when, <laughs> it's funny when I feel a little down or I don't feel as good or I'm in, I actually will like consciously be more affectionate with them. Mm-hmm. And I notice that it like, it can immediately change my mood. Yeah. You know, like I'll like, I'll come home and I'm and like, maybe I was in a bad mood that day or whatever. And I'll just give my kids a big hug and kiss or something. And all of a sudden, like I feel better. Mm-hmm. It's just weird how that really can change how you feel the cortisol sure. and the, you know, whatever yeah, serotonin, form, serotonin whatever, and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the affection <laughs> and, and just not realizing how important that is. Yeah. You know, 
it's just <laughs> you know it's funny it's just a little bit off topic but you know people will describe the uh the the chemical reaction they have with yada yada mm-hmm. blah 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 and I'm like can it just feel good like it has explain every like synapse and <laughs> they're scientists yeah like, exactly they explain the scientific reason why I'm feeling good I'm like I, I just do it because it feels good I don't know right. I just want to yeah it gets my quarters all level I don't know what you're talking about don't worry about it the chemical change yeah that's just, funny makes me laugh <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know that's uh, inf- affection is just it's so so important and, and I don't think as men and as, as uh, fathers we realize how important that is mm-hmm. so just want yeah. to reiterate that and yeah. how like that that's been a an eye-opener mm-hmm. you know for me and it's not that i wasn't that affectionate but i just realized the effect that it had on them and me yeah you know in a, in a positive way for sure um the other one no praise no punishment so this was this was something that i learned when i first started taking parenting classes because of the type of uh, style that, you know, I was learning, um, and discipline and things like that. It, it, it really is different, you know, and, and what I'm finding is how different it is than many of the people around me, you know, of other parents and such. And so, you know, with my kids, not quote getting in trouble, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm also not praising them either. Right. In other words, I'm not, Oh my gosh, you're just, you know, this is so amazing or whatever. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, we are, we do say positive things yeah, towards certain them. Things where they do something spectacular or cool. Or I should, or instead of praise, sorry, it. I use the wrong word, not praise reward reward. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I use the wrong word. Praise is okay. I mean, saying something, somebody's good is okay. <laughs> it was late, you know, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's what happens. Right. Um, but rewards, you know, Oh, you got this grade, you know, here's $20. Um, you know, just, that's not going to happen. Right. You know, that grade was for you. That's great. I mean, you should be happy that you got that grade. That's, right. you know, you did it. Yeah. Has nothing to do with me. I'm not going to say I'm proud of you. You know, it's so funny because that one, I come into contact with people all the time. I'm so proud of you. And they're like, well, you really don't No, I don't say that. Yeah. It doesn't help the child at all. It doesn't. Yeah. I'm telling you, you do not need to tell that you tell your child that you're so proud of them. In mm-hmm. fact, not that you don't need to don't say it. Mm-hmm. Say you should be so proud of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's going to build up their self-esteem. That's going to let them know that they are the ones who accomplished whatever it is that they accomplished. Right. They don't need your affirmation. Right. You know, when he's he or she is 16 years old, you want them to feel good about themselves, not look to you to feel, feel good. good. Right. Yeah. I got a little bit of yeah, aggressive like on it. that one. Do it. <laughs> Rant. <laughs> And how, I, you know what? I didn't put my phone rant in here. Yeah, yeah well, that's right. Yeah. Or my electronics right. rant. Yeah. I've the common motif with Jason is the electronics. I still have it. I yeah. just, I have, I'm yeah. calmed down about right, it. Right, right. Gotcha. I just didn't want to ruffle any feathers. <laughs> um, and then this was, this was one of the last things that I had was life is short. Mm. Um, I think I realize that as I get older, um, you know, my, my parents, um, you know, got older and my father getting older. Yeah. Um, you know, my mom had passed away and, and just realizing how short life actually is as things pass fast. Yeah. You know, and nobody on their deathbed ever said I should have spent more time at the office. Right. So, and, and, you know, I, I said, I'm, I'm changing some things in my own life about you know, professionally, mm-hmm. um, I've got some other businesses and I'm kind of winding those down because 
um, I want to do more of this. Yeah. You know, this is what's making me happy. This is what um, I'm getting enjoyment from and people benefit from. And yeah. so that's the other part of it is to be able to do things that you want to do and dedicate more time to things that you enjoy. Um, and not because they're more lucrative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because they're more fulfilling. Yeah. You know, and that's something that I have learned as well of how much I enjoy doing this. I mean, I always kind of knew I, you know, wanted to do something. Sure. Um, But as it grows, realizing one, there's a great opportunity because people are wanting it. Um, But two, how much I get from it, you know, people's feedback and emails and comments and, um, you know, I get it. It's, it's like, you know, I'm sure a rock star on stage. It's like, it it is intoxicating, Mm -hmm. you know, to get, to, to feel like you're impacting people in whatever way, whether you're teaching them, you're, um, you're entertaining them, you know, whatever it is. I mean, it's all a similar, you know, serotonin, yeah, cortisol, cortisol, whatever. Serotonin, yeah. Uh, it all feels really good. And I think the fact that people are responding positively to it, it, it just makes me want to do more. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's a really great point. I think, you know, I like doing it for this, the same reasons. You know, yeah. I think it's a, I like educating people and, and uh, even if I'm being. I thought you were spending it. your night here because you were making a ton of money off this. Oh, I'm t- well, you didn't know that. <laughs> I am making a ton. But, um, but, you know, being a teacher, which I do make some money off, right, right. Um, you know, college teacher like it's it's i'm in such yeah, a very rewarding spot. it's a very you. rewarding thing where i'm like te- teaching people that want to learn and i think you're in the same boat it's like mm-hmm. the, the, there's dads out there listening because they want to learn right and that's the reason why i started the meetup group and this is the reason why it kind of evolved into the podcast the reason why you're doing the dad videos dad university um on youtube by the way please go yeah. subscribe and so um i think it's a there's a, a cathartic benefit to you know the world's already trying to tear you down in a lot of way weird mm-hmm. ways and this is something that builds you up yep and makes you feel better about what you're doing as a person yeah so, that's yeah. awesome yeah i you know what would be great is for people who listen to us send us an email um uh, podcast at dudes to dads.com and let us know out of all the episodes what has been the well either a favorite episode or something that you got the most out of you know what is it that you have learned from listening to these episodes yeah that would be really helpful because i i you know part of it is understanding what what is making the most impact you know, sure. where, where are people listening? What's resonating? And that's really helpful for us. Cause obviously we can give you more of that. Yeah. Um, but if they have any other comments or feedback, Alan, what should they do? They should email us podcast at deuce dads.com or hit us up on social media, Twitter at deuce dads, Facebook, deuce dads.com. And please go to YouTube and subscribe there. Uh, dad university is a lot of great videos by Jason on there. And, uh, if you do nothing else on anything, you're listening us to whatever device you're on or whatever, pod catcher you're using subscribe to those channels and uh leave some reviews it's apple Podcasts, it's stitcher wherever it is so if you can find us on those channels and subscribe and leave some comments it will really help perpetuate the show and we'll do 200 more that's awesome alan yeah. as always thank you thank you for your dedication to 200 yeah episodes i mean i know it's very lucrative for you um <laughs> for both of us we've we're just you know we're a few thinking, mics a laptop and a device we're, we're thinking good. we're thinking of retiring on the beach with yeah. all of the uh revenue that we've generated from thinking this. is the keyword thinking yeah. <laughs> 
it's funny yeah yeah I, I thought of a thumbnail of like doing just that like yeah. you know, putting a laptop on the beach you know it's it's we're really close <laughs> like, we can literally do that no I, I just can walk be, right here down, right yeah down we're not way. that far off actually um, I don't get to see it very often I probably <laughs> right. should I yeah. mean I can look out my window and yeah. kind of see some yeah. stuff yeah. Uh, by but, the way uh, you know for anyone who's curious working out the beach isn't as cool as you th- would think it would be no there's a glare on the screen oh, there's yeah, yeah. beach sand everywhere like I'd rather be in an office yeah I know, I know. <laughs> with access to go to the beach close by yeah, right exactly but ask me how many times I've been to the beach and I've had my office here a couple of years yeah. not that many <laughs> right I think I've gone and sat near a bench to think or have lunch a yeah. couple of times yeah but other than that yeah I've worked near a beach to, you know yeah. I worked remotely or whatever and uh, but, but yeah at the beach or not I know <laughs> Anyways, with that, Alan, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time for episode 201. <laughs> see you next time. See you next time. <laughs>